This is good clips content. We're f-ing hilarious. Oh yeah. Under pressure. <laughs> Especially when we we're tired. You know, we don't give a f- we're like, oh whatever, bro. <laughs> oh man. Definitely. It's more like a hobby for me. everybody and welcome back to another episode of good girls i hope you haven't forgotten about my who i am in the past two weeks i know i haven't been here life be batshit crazy but it's maggie um and i am here with lily sandy gabby and janice and in case you're listening to this later or you didn't i don't know read the title of the episode we are post imola grand prix how are we yeah. doing today besides tired? Because I think that's the general mood. Mm-hmm. Exhausted. <laughs> it is, definitely. But this was, again, a weekend, like, kind of a really, really good weekend, but mm. also a really, really bad yes. weekend. So Depends on which side you're on. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I'm in the middle, and I'm so happy that we have a championship battle again, like, with Charles and Max. And I'm really sad that Charles didn't win or at least be on the podium for the Italian Grand Prix. But I'm also kind of happy about it because now the championship gets a little bit closer again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because last year was so exciting to see. And I would have, like, it, it would be sad if Charles just ran away with the championship, regardless if you like him or not, or if you wanted to win. Like, I, I'm totally fine with Charles w- winning the championship. But, like, the battle, I'm happy that we get that. <laughs> I, I honestly love to see the battle, but my anxiety doesn't like it because I know that it's going to get even more interesting and i'm gonna be even more stressed out because max and charles are like one of my favorite drivers so i'm like okay so now you're you're really fighting it's like okay you're fighting with my favorite teams i'm like okay all right (laughs) so that's but that's gonna be interesting this weekend was very interesting for all the battles going on during the during the race not only between the ferrari and the red bulls also between like Louis and Pierre. I loved it. It was so good to see. <laughs> oh my god, that was so intense. Like I would have wished that it was a little bit like closer to the podium, especially for Pierre. <laughs> um, um, but I, I still, I absolutely loved Pierre defending against Louis. Like chef's kiss. That was a good job and also Alex Albon because he was he was just in front of Pierre and I think things would have turned differently if Alex wasn't there it was like he didn't block everything but he no they weren't in the like DRS train basically yeah 
like Pierre had the DRS for Albon and Lewis had the DRS for Pierre. And oh. so they so basically oh. they did nothing, right? They didn't change anything because they both had the DRS. So like, <laughs> yeah, kind the- of. And then about Lewis and Max at some point in the race. Like Louis got blue flag to let Max go. Who would have thought? Like that was a yeah. moment. I mean, Helmut Marker basically said shit about it again, which I'm like, oh, just shut up, please. But I want a yeah. boxing match with this man. Like those rock and sock and toys where it's like the blue robot and the red robot. That's gonna be Helmut Marco and I. <laughs> But, For legal reasons, that's a joke, and I'm not about to fight an old man. <laughs> okay. Well, it was still <laughs> kind of um, a not-so-bad moment when that happened. I was still super sad for Lewis. I was like, oh, come on. Last year, he was fighting for championship, and now he's, like, he's being lapped by Max. So... Like, he's not my favorite driver, but I respect him because I think he's an amazing driver. So I was like, oh, man, that must have been so hard. And you could hear it in the message, like, at, at the end of the race between Toto yeah. and him. He's like, oh, man, he's really, oh, he must be so disappointed and frustrated and sad. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, and like, I, I hate kind to of... get... Um, but, like, I was going to say that I don't think the problem is like the car at all, or maybe it is, and it's just that Lewis doesn't know how to really work right now with a not very good car, and he was used to have the best car. And George, who is ha- who has the same car, but used to have a box, now has a better car. It's like knowing how to deal with it better, and I'm actually really liking that battle, like between Lewis and George, because I really like seeing George at the top. So I think that's that's interesting to see how it's developing this story at sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Like I George don't... is the only one is the only driver uh this year who was in the top five in every race. I mean, I know it's only been four, but still he's the only one. So that's gotta come something. Me, part of me, not gonna lie, feels bad for Lewis in the way that I'm, I'm not sure that's about him he might be doing great but I know that like my thing has always been school and when I don't do well in school like it ties to my self-esteem so I'm hoping that he's like taking care of his mental health and things like that because I know that when you're like one thing you're good at is not turning out it can really f- with you so I really hope that he's like doing okay because I do think that a lot of it is like sometimes life means like goes out to humble you but I hope he's like doing okay still (laughs) like when he disappeared for so long I was like please be okay I'm a little worried dude (laughs) and you also have all the pressure coming from the fans and from basically everyone so just in your life in your like you person that doesn't matter much it's like it when when something like this happens to you it's like super hard but imagine having millions like hundreds hundreds of cameras and millions of fans like looking at you being like hey what's your next move what are you gonna do like we we wait for you to be back first or second like 
do something. That must be so, uh, so horrible, so hard. Yeah, it must be kind of frustrating, I imagine. This is going to separate also the real Hamilton fans versus the fake ones. Like, people who stick through how this, like, if this season keeps going this way, that's really going to show who's actually his fan and who was his fan mm-hmm. just because he was winning. True. Speaking of frustrated and really not a good weekend kind of type, let's talk about Carlos. Oh, honestly, <laughs> the meme you said, Janice, I was weeping. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Um, like, I mean, I know Carlos is like. <laughs> people say he's not the best under pressure he spins out sometimes and stuff like that but like that first lap incident was not his fault Mm-mm, not at all I, I mean and I just kind of hate that his Grand Prix got ruined um like in basically the first corner or like the third mm-hmm yeah, it was a tough weekend for him because when when was it? Was it Quali or the sprint race that he just bumped into the barrier? No, he like did something. I think it was Quali. Yeah, yeah it was Quali. So first of all, Quali didn't happen like wasn't very well for him. So he had he had that pressure, and then during the race, like first, let's just say like first corners is like first turns, like. Okay, well, I'm out. That must have been so bumming for him. But also, wasn't like in quali, he basically stayed, I think, P10 because he got into Q3, but crashed then, like mm-hmm. crashed in Q2. So he got into Q3. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he must have been like P10 or like P9. I'm not entirely sure. But he started the race from p4 or p3 right or am i completely mistaken now he started the sprint from p10 and the race from p4 exactly yeah exactly Mm -hmm. like he he was p9 and like gained uh a few positions during the sprint he did good you know what i mean so but yeah first first turns were it's not it wasn't disaster because we saw worse but i mean danny into crashed kind of crashed into carlos but then at the same time botas drove into danny so danny his wheel like his tires were on top of botas's car and then mick spinned it's like it's like you didn't know where yeah, to and watch. took alonso out with him yeah and Alonso's car. car was basically it reminded me so much of the of the radio from last year in Hungary when Max asked how bad it is with his car and I think it was Christian Horner who answered and said like dude you're basically missing half a car and that's what like I kept hearing in my mind when I saw Alonso's like half a car <laughs> but I didn't notice Alonso because I was so focused on Daniel and Carlos, I was like, okay, the rest is okay. I haven't, I didn't even see Mick spinning. It's only after with the replays. Mm-hmm. And then at some point they just showed Alonso's car with half of his car missing, driving. I was like, 
where where what did your half go it's like i didn't <laughs> see that <laughs> oh my god where is it and then they show the replays and it's like okay this happened since this has been going on since the very beginning but that daniel then went to apologize to carlos and i thought that was a very thoughtful and nice move yeah Classy. definitely it was nice like it, it shows some respect and Carlos I think said that in the interviews after as well that he's he's not mad at Danny or something because it's a great gesture to come to him and apologize mm-hmm. Carlos seems fun to be friends with too I don't know why I just feel like I would vibe with Carlos yeah and I don't have any drugs in mind that like, would make him more fun. So I feel like he's pretty fun. Like I feel like he's one of those motherfuckers who's like, I'm high on life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. But to the drug thing, I think we should just add like a bit of con- because if we start where we started we like the drug discussion isn't included so i think it can sound just like super weird you're just like what drug could we give him (laughs) no we we had a conversation in pre-meeting it kind of just came up about how kimmy reichen and max for seven would be super fun on weed and um that kind of escalated into me suspecting that Pierre Gassi is more of a cocaine guy. Oh, would be more of a cocaine guy. <laughs> I did not mean it like that. I do not have any information on that. Please don't. The gatekeepers are going to be there. So yeah, um, that's why it just came to mind that like, I don't have a drug in mind for for um, call of science. I'm gonna stop talking now. And in that same conversation, I said that I want to be Yuki Tsunoda's best friend. Mm-hmm. I desperately want to be besties with Yuki. That would be the greatest and most aggressive pair of little people friendship that I have ever seen, and I would absolutely love it. Like, imagine the, like, Aust- like what they did with Austria, like, those big Red Bull adventures, but not only do you have to deal with Yuki, but you have to deal with me. <laughs> I love it. I think Pierre would age 15 years just right there. <laughs> Mans would start graying. <laughs> he would look good with, like, the, yeah, I feel like he'll age very nicely, though, so maybe that's not horrible. I mean, he's French, so if he ages like wine, then <laughs> they don't. Are we talking about Pierre Gasly again? Yeah. Oh, I mean. Oh. <laughs> Imagine if one, like, one random guy or girl from the paddock teams, like, someone within those hundreds of people stumbles across our podcast and here's my sipping for Pierre Gasly and Checo in the background everywhere 
Lord and help what me. I said about Andrea Seidel a few episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be a disaster. Um, I don't know why that just came to mind, but it just was like there are so many people surrounding, like in the actual like F1 paddock or surrounding the teams. Imagine someone like stumbling at- across the this and be like but they could get me one step closer to being best friends with yuki (laughs) they'd be like you think you're unhinged i've got someone for (laughs) you i feel like we'd be doing stupid and pierre would be like shaking his head and max and check would be like yeah (laughs) do it more for sure i can see them Mm-hmm. Checo's such got such dad vibes, and then you see him with Max, and he's there to be a menace. No, Checo's the dad, but if he's with Max, he turns into that creepy uncle who's in the forties, but does not accept it and sleeps on the couch at raves at don't, three a.m. Don't put that on Checo. <laughs> no, no, that's a positive thing. Like the fun uncle. That does not sound. That does sound like a fun uncle. <laughs> But that from, the, I, from your description, I have an uncle it like that. I love him. <laughs> this is living in the fun uncle or dad type. What? Let's just keep it with the fun uncle or dad vibes. I I prefer that part. Just <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not you, gonna. When you insert the word creepy into anywhere, that's when we're like, oh. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, then scratch a creepy. I don't know. I've got a lot of, I feel like maybe it's an American thing where I have extended family where I'm like, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, Lily. I'll make sure that I don't introduce you to them if you come for Thanksgiving. Thank you. I avoid <laughs> seeing them as much as possible. I mean, I can be used to creepy, but as long as it's not too creepy... What kind of creepy? What is this creepy? Is- what is creepy? <laughs> yeah, this is not even F1 related, but I feel the need to tell you that somebody in my class, we were making, having a PowerPoint day in my German class, and somebody's doing a presentation on the most to like least to most f- cryptids. So like Mothman and I don't know, Sasquatch, shit like that. And I was like, why? <laughs> <clears throat> Did they get a good grade? I probably my professor couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> this is a very casual class. There are four people, but I felt the need to share that because if I had to be haunted with the knowledge that somebody I'm friends with would f- Mothman, then so do you. Let's come back to F1 and George Russell complaining about chest and back pains due to the heavy purposing um, on the Mercedes and it was worse than ever. His chest, his back really hurt. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Poor George. I feel like the Mercedes cars, he gets in them and they're like, what if I made your body hurt? Like he, when he was in Lewis's car and he's obviously significantly taller, like that's going to do some bruising. And now they're like, Haha, <laughs> you think now that it's fitted to you, it'll hurt any less? Surprise, bitch. Yeah, I mean, the Mercedes obviously have the most bouncing and purposing. Like, I know that's the same thing. But 
George is managing it good, actually. I mean, he came out P4. It's like, yeah, okay, one step away from a podium. But if you see where his teammate is, then P4 sounds pretty good. It is. He's the king of master boxes. Yeah, I mean, he has a good load of experience now with handling shitty cars. I mean, I know it's a whole new car and whole other problems and stuff like that. But I feel like if you're used to having problems and if you're used to having to manage and balance out a, a, a shitty car, then you're going to adapt to it faster, kind of a little bit. Then someone who always had a good car, or not always, but like at least the last years had a good car, a really good car, and now has to suddenly like balance shit out and there's stuff that's out of their control. Um, I think that's, yeah. It's kind of interesting. Like this probably wasn't what they were thinking when they did it. But it kind of worked out for them that they chose to bring him up the year that they were going to have to completely try something new with the cars. Like, I'm sure Bottas would do great as well, but like, it's almost as if in their gut they knew that they would need somebody who could like master a car that's not there yet. Yeah. I mean, what I sometimes think back to is. Like when when Mercedes um, showed everyone the the car with basically without the side pods, like and Ferrari um, especially had these huge side pods. Everyone was like, okay, either Mercedes has done it again and will absolutely f- smash everyone, um, or they f- up and. Um, when we were there, it's like, well, we kind of up. <laughs> Okay, so everyone's on their phone now. We're talking to each other with our phones. <laughs> yeah, true, true. <clears throat> I just have begging stuck in my head. I'm begging, begging you. Because I misspelled beginning at first, and now it's it, it corrected the begging, and now here we are. <laughs> Maggie, I just want to let you know by that by saying that I'm gonna have this song stuck in my head the entire night and probably the entire day tomorrow. Thank you. At some point, when we have a like an off week, we just need to do an episode where we discuss what the F1 drivers go to karaoke songs are. Oh my god, I've seen um I've seen them do um if you want to be my lover. And it's so funny because Daniel literally rapped the the middle part. <laughs> I loved it. It was so great. It was like um it was Pierre and Max and Danny and two others that I can't like it's on the tip of my tongue but i don't remember oh oh oh, oh, oh. it was the 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 was he from new zealand brendan uh, hodley yeah 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 i think yeah. he was there that season but i'm not sure there was like a couple years in toro rosso where like they switched people out and it's like 
I don't know. I have trouble keeping those ears straight. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, well, this. <laughs> sorry, this is such like a odd episode, bit besties. Very low energy week for all of us. It's a non-race <laughs> week, which is kind of like you don't have to. You don't have something to look forward to on the weekend, yeah. at least for me. Um, and the race yesterday was emotional, like good and bad. I can't describe it. I'm happy for the Red Bull one too, but I'm gutted for Ferrari, Charles, and Carlos. So, as long as they um, don't do it at Monaco, if if Charles doesn't, oh my god, don't jinx Monaco it! Again, I'm gonna sob knock on wood oh my god um please let him win at home please seriously amen if if john sinclair dnfs <laughs> this year at the monaco grand prix um i'm gonna fucking riot like i'm then gonna fucking be on the floor if that doesn't happen because i joined last year and last year obviously we know what happened but I wasn't into Formula One, like, too much. I was like, okay, well, he just crashed, whatever. And then I was like, okay, I understood. And this year, knowing that I love Charles, I was like, oh, I can't, no. He's going to he's gonna win. He's going to win. He has to. Yeah. I'm going to make a meme of him DNFing just before the race starts. So I'm jinxing the DNF because I somehow have the ability like every time i prepare a meme for like someone winning i did that twice last year in the season i prepared memes for um max winning and both times something happened and it was so i have the ability to jinx something if i make a meme about it beforehand But that's going to be all for today, besties. If you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter to see our content, our live updates when we have races, and the wonderful memes made by Janice and Cami, then be sure to check us out there. We also have TikTok, which is going to, everything's under Global Grid Girls. Um, anything else, besties? Nope. Nope. No, I'm sorry. We're so tired today. This was a chaos episode and mm-hmm. we, yeah, but it's, it's okay. Just it's a fine. Fun night. That was a very, very fun night. Very happy to spend it with you. Yes. Same. And to make a reference to one of our past episodes about how all orange cats in the world share one brain cell, that is the Global Grid Girls right now. Um, I don't know who has a turn with the brain cell right now, but it's certainly not me. I could Same. use it if I could like rent rent it for a night. That would be great. I also don't have the brain cell, so I'm going to bed. So got it right now. With that being said, <laughs> good night, goodbye. Good night. See you, See you next, next week. week. See you, everyone. <laughs> Bye.